0: Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: This is a CBC Podcast. Welcome to Sick Boy, a podcast where we talk about what it's like to be sick. This week's guest is Brianna. She has a pelvic kidney. Let's talk about
3: it. I don't
1: know. Well, I'll tell you one thing. It is nice to be back in Vancouver.
3: Vancouver. British River.
1: Columbia. Uh, yeah, we're back. We're here again. Did, did you just get a, like, a little bit British when you said British British. Uh, no, it was more of
3: like... Turn a, on the actor training, Jared. Uh, <clears throat> uh, British Columbia.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I met Ilya. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, yo, can you do British in a British accent and then Columbia in a Colombian accent? Yes, I can. Uh, would you like to hear it? British,
1: Columbia. Columbia.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I gotta do British this Columbia.
3: I gotta do this thing no, with I my yeah, no, my no, fingers yeah.
1: are right. Colombia. Uh, 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 oh, <laughs> what are you French now? <laughs>
0: for all the haters out there, we know Colombia is spelled differently for the country, and then for the Columbia.
3: Colombia, British Col- Columbia, Colombia, uh, Col- Colombia. That's better. That's, That's how you better. say it. It's called Colombia, Colombia. Yeah. Hey, lady, we apologize. Columbia
1: Columbia That's not what advance. this
0: podcast is about, though. It's not. Uh,
1: is your mic even on? Are you Are you speaking <laughs> right now, Brian? Yeah, I am. I can hear him Turn him all the way down. I hear him fine. Yeah, no, you sound distant.
3: Oh yeah. Give no. me a little
1: check one two check one two.
3: You, do you sound, always
1: turn me way down. You do
3: sound slightly distant, but not, not 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 excessively so. It's, uh, a, it's a work in progress.
1: We're in Vancouver. This is fantastic. We made it. <clears throat> the, I've been here for a couple days. The fellas just flew in last night. Did you fix my mic though? I, I did fix it. You sound <laughs> good now. And uh, we are at the the Herschel uh, Supply Co. Uh, uh, head office here in in Vancouver. Is it the head office? Is that? A, I think it is. It feels like the head office. It I mean, feels very heady. <laughs> do you feel do you, very heady. Do in you here. hear the the echo in the room here? It's yeah, because it it's big. We're in this big old uh, conference room, and we're sitting down with our new friend. The news reporter lady, <laughs> Brianna. Yeah, what's
2: up, news girl? Yeah, that's, let's just stick with that. <laughs> <laughs> news girl. Don't even use my name. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: Brianna, you uh, you're you're a first guest in Vancouver. Thanks for having me. And you fucking nailed it. You showed up here this morning with uh, big, tall Salt Spring coffees and uh, some like bitchin' uh, baked goods, and also a big fat bottle
3: of Bailey's to go with the coffee. So. Guys, I feel like this is going to be a good trip. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're not saying that, like, if you're on the show that you have to do that, but... It goes a long way. Yeah, I mean, it says a lot about your character. Right.
1: And also, we've invited so, you to come on our show, so it's like... It's a huge <laughs> honor. The, the, the least you could do is give us some booze.
0: And to be honest, if you include that in your application, the fact that you will bring something to the recording, then Dude, we're you're sh- more likely to it, have you on the show. It bumps you right up to the top Ooh. of
1: that 700-person list. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Up, right up to the
0: top.
2: I didn't do any of that. <laughs> <Did I? laughs> yeah.
1: So, well, then what did you do? You filled out the application, yeah. and you wrote some stuff in there. And I know we're going to get into some, like... Some anatomical fuckery with this conversation. Um, uh, do you, do, guys, are you privy to what we're, we're diving into? No. No. Okay. Oh. I know. This is my favorite part. Yes. If you don't, don't know, the, this is how we more or less do it. More or less. Ish. We have like little to no knowledge and then we kind of learn on the fly. So do me a favor blow their minds right now with, like, the Coles notes of what the fuck's going on.
2: Well, I just feel like we should have a drum roll. There we go. Thank you. So my kidney is not in my side. It's in my pelvis.
1: Pelvic kidneys? Yes. Whoa! <laughs> really?
2: Yeah. Whoa, so how high... Okay, I'm my Wait, wait, okay,
3: whoa.
2: Uh, no, wait, wait, Where's oh, your okay, pelvis So like? So put your hand on your belly button, like, fingers down, palm over your belly button. Move it one over to the right...
1: One hand over to the right. Yeah, and then everybody listening. Yeah, will do this especially
2: too. in the car. Yeah. And then one hand down. That's where my kidney is.
1: Your kidney is where my balls okay. are. <laughs> Dude,
3: uh, you, have really you did small it wrong. Hands. <laughs> your balls are in the wrong place. I think I messed up. <laughs> um, so, so your kidney is usually like below your right, below your ribs,
2: right behind correct? your rib cage, like on the on the back. Yeah, like yeah. It's,
1: it's if you if you watch MMA. And there's a guy, there's like a guy in in like full guard and one guy's on top and the guy on the bottom takes his heel and starts jamming it into like that soft spot underneath your ribs. Tell me more. That's the kidneys. That's where your kidneys are.
2: So the weirdest part about this (laughs) is that your kidneys all used to be there too. Everyone is born with Ah, their kidneys in their pelvis. Really? Yes. So
3: yours just didn't make the trip.
2: My left one did. Ah, okay. My right one did not. Okay, yeah. that's
3: crazy. So it's like a foot out of place
2: almost. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm already really interested in this because so Okay, let's cut to the chase. Do you have one kidney that works or, and one that doesn't? Then yeah.
3: they both work.
0: Yeah, usually, you have to give Brian kind info of. before he buys
3: into your thing. Yeah, okay. Usually, he's he's not
0: excited. Really, the
2: pelvic him. kidney didn't do it. Yeah, right. Because
0: <laughs> I've been talking about donating a kidney, and I'm really like interested in like, can you can? Is it reasonable to think as a 28 year old that I could function with only one kidney right now, or is that too risky? Because like the, my loved ones in my life are like, man, that's too risky. Don't do it. I disagree. I, I, I mean,
1: you're, you're, you're definitely rolling dice. You also the, have
0: a shortened life expectancy because of a genetic illness. I do. So. I do.
1: So maybe I have a bit of a different perspective. Well, you can't do it, obviously. I couldn't do it. But like, okay, let's say you're a healthy 28-year-old man. We're getting a little off your pelvic kidney thing, but it just, happens. To, just to roll with yeah. it, you're, you're a 28-year-old healthy uh, human being. And then you've got this, uh, you know, 18-year-old, very unhealthy human being who needs a kidney or else they will die. You could probably give yours to them, save their life, and and chances are, I would say... Dude, it's like body communism. Fine. Right, right, right. But but
3: but you would... Okay, that's a bad way to put it. But you... Is it? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think so. Um, so you... Now, this is something that I do agree with, which would be... Brian needs a kidney? Okay. I'll don't. I'll give him one of my kidneys for like sure. Like you,
0: like you will personally. Right. Yeah,
3: but I I'm not lining up to be like, "Hey, just like I got a kidney put, my, to give. put my kidney on the market yeah. because like I got two and I only need one because who fucking knows, man. You might yeah. get a kidney disease. Although I'll tell you, that's pretty selfless. But,
0: like, but what if you think of like, hey, I have two cars, I can only drive one at a time, and that guy down the street needs a car.
3: Yeah, but if, you're, if your singular car breaks down, there's like a thousand services that you can then employ to then get you to where you need to go, versus like your kidney, which is like yeah, you're, you, nope. I see left. both
1: ends of it. Brian, I think you're just a selfless, sensitive, sweet little teddy bear and Taylor, I think that you are uh, you know, just uh, a monster? Uh, yeah, fucking uh, uh, horrible, horrible uh, piece of shit. <laughs> okay, um, okay, so your,
0: your kidneys both work then. Both they, of them work. Both
2: of them work, <laughs> one better than the other. My right kidney, which is in my pelvis, doesn't work as well. But if you were to give up your kidney, when they do the transplant, they put it in a pelvis. So when what? i think, Yes, so when I found this, when I found out that I have a pelvic kidney, the first question was, did you get a transplant? Because that's where they put it. I guess it has more of a life expectancy.
1: So if I needed a new kidney mm-hmm. and I got the transplant it would my new kidney would exist in my pelvis
2: and I believe they would keep your old one I believe in, okay. in the original yeah, yeah. spot. Yeah, so you'd have three. What do you mean what in your pelvis? Fuck?
3: Because they I, leave your, the kidney that doesn't work?
2: I think so. I, not a doctor, but I've done a lot of kidney research and I'm pretty. I you, believe they, you. they definitely put it in your pelvis right. because every time I get a yeah. scan, they're like, did you get a transplant? Wow. Yeah.
3: Why oh, do you know? Oh, so you said that it just has a, a better life expectancy if it goes into your pelvis versus if they put it where your kidneys right. normally Right. I wonder what, what that's go. all about.
0: Very interesting. I'd like some more info on that, yeah. What do you mean by in your pelvis?
2: So it's again, when you're born, they're they're in your pelvis and they're tiny, tiny little kidneys and then they as you grow, they grow and move up.
0: So there's like a cavity or space like in in your pelvis. Well your pelvis
3: is sort of like a semi enclosed Structure, you know, it's kind of it's it, it has a back and then it curves around at the at, on the sides and it, it, it has an opening on the front, so it's, it's like, like a little a, cave. Yeah yeah, 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 it's like a little cave.
2: And mine's really squishy. Like my right kidney is on top of my ovaries, so everything in there oh, is shit. really close together.
1: Isn't that the, isn't that that the craziest thing about like the human body? Like when I when I um when I had my my colon removed, like my eighty percent of my or seventy percent of my large intestine removed. I was thinking, oh my God, there's going to be all this like.
3: You should say that it's eighty. It makes it a little bit better. Like as you tell the story progressively yeah, further, through the years, further, it's like yeah. I have ninety nine percent of my colon gone. <laughs> yeah.
1: So when they took out uh, my entire uh, insides, <laughs> um, I was thinking to myself like, oh, there's going to be all this like empty space, you know? Like it's going to just be, and and what ha- like, will it just all slosh around in there? But, <laughs> but it's not yeah, like that, that at all. So gross. It's not like that at all because everything that's in there. Is is really like jam packed in there? There's no space, room for anything. It's like
0: an and, like an overcrowded high school dance,
1: and <laughs> yeah, exactly. And some of those sweaty, Ugh. sweaty, nasty, nasty, sweaty dancy kids... Someone
3: smoking a cigarette in the middle. Fall, like and you're a, like, oh, what's and happening? It's, and
1: it's so packed that those you know sweaty, glistening kids, a couple of them just like kind of fall out to the sides. Well, it doesn't really make much more room for the other sweaty kids. It just kind of. They just kind of stay connected yeah. and stay like, yeah, because they want it. They want to be crowded. They want it to be crowded. They want to take up all that space, like Sounds a
3: music like, festival crowd. That's more like appropriate for the people that we're speaking to, rather than high school. The high school age people. Yeah, true. Yeah, um, but so they take it out, and it doesn't.
1: It doesn't leave empty space, but it. It just. It just. Because everything's so jammed in there, it's just right. all still. It Just kind there. of expands. So like, it's still tight. Yeah, okay. and your kidneys being like in this what seems like a small space. And
2: my kidney's still in there, but my there is a hole basically in my right side um, right. behind my rib cage where it should have it moved, should but have it been. got stuck between blood vessels, which is what happens. That's why it didn't move up. And um, I was doing research, and apparently it happens to like one in five hundred people. But oh, so that's in,
3: pretty rare.
2: It's, uh, one in no, five hundred is pretty common. Like, is that common? If you one think in, in, in a city of yeah, a million people... Yeah. Oh, wait,
3: we, we answered this question the other day. What's, yeah. What was considered rare? Yeah, 1 oh. in
1: 500 is not rare. I
3: think it was 1 in like
1: 30,000 like is 1 rare. in 40,000, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. It's considered But most rare. people
2: don't know that they have a pelvic kidney because it never causes issues.
1: How did you find out that you had a pelvic kidney?
2: There we go. So, five years ago, I went into, I was having a ton of UTIs, which are the most uncomfortable, worst pain of all time. We
1: all have significant others, and they
2: all
0: have them all the time. Yeah. You got to pee after sex. That's a trick. That's it. Unless you have a
2: pelvic kidney, which there's other factors. Yeah. it, it's more no, common that is to it. get them. That is the, yes. only thing. <laughs> the only thing. Yeah, that is the only so on. thing. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was having like three in a couple of months, and I was just getting them all the time, and so being the twenty year old, I decided I was just going to stop going to the doctor when I got them, and try to really tough through them. So I was at work one always day. Always the best way. Always the best way. So I was at work one day, um, and I just had this stabbing pain in in my side, in my pelvis. Um, and I was like collapsed over drove myself to the ER, uh, waited in the ER, got in and they said, yeah, you've now got a kidney infection because mm-hmm. you let this go on too long. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they treated me, um, antibiotics, all that good stuff. And they take me in for an ultrasound. And while the tech is doing the ultrasound, he goes, did you know you have a ectopic kidney? And I was like, I don't know.
3: Speak. Yeah. What? Yeah, right. yes. yeah.
2: So he's, yeah, here's your kidney. It's in your pelvis. And I was like, that's not normal. Is that, yeah. And yeah. Like,
1: how do you react to that? Like, is, is that like, was there a sense of panic or were, were you, were you kind of like cool?
2: That, that was, yeah, it was kind of my reaction. Cause again, 20 more info. info. Yeah. Please. Please. Yeah. Right. Is that normal? And of course they try not to tell you too much. So he was like, no, it happens. Um, and they didn't think at that time that that was the cause of my pain. So over the next five years up until today, uh, it's just become more and more prevalent. So I haven't gotten a UTI since then, but it has been like nonstop every couple months. I will get this like stabbing pain right where that kidney is.
3: So it wasn't the, it wasn't a kidney infection from the UTI. It,
2: it was, but then that's just how they happened to find it. And then I think that sort of made things worse because when you have oh, one of my, trumpy. my right kidney is smaller than my left one. And so,
1: your pelvic kidney, that's the smaller one. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense.
2: Yeah. And so, I think when you go through that trauma and you get a kidney infection, um, you're weakening it, right? It's like any other muscle Mm. or, or organ. So, I got such a bad infection that I think it's just really fucked it up. Yeah, right. And so, for the last five years, I've had this. I call them episodes or attacks, and I'll get them every couple months, and um, it will send me to the ER in like excruciating oh pain. Um, usually between eighteen to forty-eight hours worth of just like nonstop. Like when the doctor asks you ten out of ten, what's your pain? Like Mine is uh, yeah, a hundred percent. Like
3: so, this is technically undiagnosed. Yes. Like they know that your kidney is where it is, and that's probably the source of what's happening, but they don't know why. It's not like a, it's not obviously a known issue or else they diagnose you and probably give you some medication or something. Um, what, did you ever get any like, I don't know, pain meds or anything? Like, did they?
2: Yeah. So I have tramadol, which is a delightful pain med and usually works, but this has gotten worse and worse and worse. And, um, actually I had an episode at the end of March and usually I take one or two tramadol, and it will get... To, I also vomit a lot during these episodes, oh like, for no. 19 hours straight, hey. oh, which is a long time to throw up. 19 hours straight. That's yeah. crazy. So do this you, is, do you, like...
1: Do you ever, like, do you ever fuck your back up? <laughs> like, or, like, did you ever, like, you know, fuck up a rib or anything like that? I
2: don't think so. Are you... What's your, like...
1: What When you puke, are you, like, a hardcore puker, or are you kind of, like, the... You know, it's like there's people that throw up and you don't even really hear it. And then there's people that throw up and you're like, Jesus Christ, I, the neighbors are going to think someone's getting murdered. It's like the here.
2: exorcism. Yeah. 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 What, what kind of puker <laughs> so are So I start off like the nice, cute, if you can be a cute puker, like right, the nice, the, the, like, the, get me a bucket. <laughs> yes. But then after, <laughs> right, whoops. Yeah. So after, after. It's like that the, sneeze
0: where someone goes. <laughs> you're like, oh, <laughs> It's like Dennis' it puppy again. in the yeah. backseat of a car. Just, oh. yeah, Yeah.
2: <laughs> so that's me. Uh,
3: oh, dude. That,
2: that
0: That was not cute.
3: Too far. It's <laughs> as cute as it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie.
1: All right. So that's the cute one. The not cute yeah. one. Yeah. hit us with it. <sighs>
0: uh, <laughs> oh. Oh. <sorry.
3: laughs> <laughs> Dude, dude, so many people just shut that off in anger. <laughs> He's so
2: proud of himself too. Um, yeah, so I, I start out pretty small, and then after after 16 hours, you have nothing left in your stomach. Yeah, you're so just all your you're doing is it's. Like a green sludge, basically. Yeah, because you're just
3: doing like stomach bile. It's
2: that's all it is. It's like yeah. when
3: a dog doesn't eat for like for like more than thirteen hours, and it's and then it throws up on the floor, and it's like yellow and green. You're like, oh mm. Jesus, dude! What is it's that? worse
0: when pets. Bigby pets do that. Sometimes. You just feel it's so helpless so because boring. you can't communicate to them that they're gonna be okay. Mm. Like this morning, I, I woke up and my brother's dog was sleeping on the floor next to me, and I was like, oh, you're so cute, and then it just got up and just went, Ugh. oh. Ugh.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's that's the cutest one. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty that, that, so cute. That's cute. Way cuter than that. And then just had a little uh, puke on the carpet. I'm like,
0: oh, you're gonna be okay. This is no. I know. Okay. and They look at you with okay. those eyes, and you're okay. just like, oh I god, I wish happened. I could.
3: Wish I could say this to you in a language you understand. So,
1: yeah, you were about to say yeah. something, and then and then I kind of cut you off, but you. Th-
2: I take So I take Tramadol when you were asking about what I can take. So I take Tramadol um, uh, when I'm getting uh, sort of the onset pain. So it's sort of a stage thing. So I start basically feeling my kidney in my stomach, which is a very mm. odd feeling, like to uh, feel your organ. Yeah.
1: No, I don't like that.
2: Yeah. So I can sort of start feeling it. And I'm like, OK, it's coming on. I'll take a couple Advil just to see because sometimes it'll go away. Um on its own. And then it will progress to the point where I'm like (laughs) bent over, feels like someone's stabbing me in the stomach, which is when I start taking the tramadol and then I'll start throwing up. So in March, at the end of March, I, um, I usually take two tramadol. If it's, you know, then I just throw up, but I can't feel it anymore. I took six at the end of March and it didn't even touch the pain.
1: What is tramadol? Is it, is it over the counter?
2: Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. I was told it's like morphine in pill form. By the ER doc who gave them to me. So Mm -hmm.
1: I wonder if the doctors ever say that. Wait, you can get morphine over the counter? Well, so I wonder if the
0: doctor ever says something like that as to like put a subtle placebo effect on you, right? right? Because like he's like, oh it's like with this. this it's going to work really well because it's like heroin
3: it's not regulated like that because it doesn't work as well but it's like that
2: <laughs> if, if, if he did it totally works because yeah. 99% of the time they work but this time I took 6 yeah. and ended up in ER so I go to ER usually every like 3 months with this and it's the same process where I go in uh, get an IV get some morphine get gravel it settles down the symptoms they do an ultrasound oh your kidneys and your pelvis yes yes, I, know. I realize that Okay, well, go see your doctor, and
3: and you're like, Dude, okay, I've done this each quarter, mm-hmm, your the last five years. I'm
2: I'm
0: a, I'm a guy who I would consider myself to be like a puzzle type of guy. Like I like puzzles, okay, and and I like solving them, and okay. uh, and I
3: don't just like them. No, I like just solving. really like
0: I, I really like it's really rewarding when we figure something out. Absolutely. Okay, so you know I said at the start of the show that like I would consider donating one of my kidneys, and you were saying that they put it in your in your pelvis. So, I mean, if they put one in there to make you better, can't they just fucking take that shitty one out of there to make you? Feel I just, better? I just like, don't
3: know if it's like a. I just don't know if it's like a, a like a like a car.
0: Or do they just Ooh. not want to fuck with that one because it's working?
2: That's exactly what it is. Everyone says it's working. You're fine. Um, so I moved here to Vancouver from Edmonton about a year ago, and I was seeing a urologist in uh, Edmonton who said what we think is causing the issue is. Um, your urethra, so it takes the pee out of mm-hmm. your kidney, is getting kinked every now and then. Oh and it's God. backing up. Oh Ooh, dude, That Ooh. sounds
1: painful. Brianna, urethra and kink, two words Don't say I do not together. like having put together. Sorry. I'll tell you right now.
3: I wonder how, I'd be curious to know how aye, aye, aye. how uh, how frequently it would need to happen, like these episodes would need to happen before they were like, okay, we need to just take this fucking kidney out.
2: <sighs> well, part of the problem is, <clears> is that I'm a woman, and every time mm. I go to the doctor, they say it's not your kidney. Your kidneys are functioning fine. It's a reproductive issue. Yeah, right. And so I've I've actually gotten surgery looking for endometriosis. Don't have endometriosis. Yeah. Um, I've gotten so many hormones and different things, and they're treating me for reproductive issues. Right. And no, because all the urine tests come back, no, your kidney is functioning fine, which it is. of the time. Yeah, but it's also
1: located in your pelvis, which, like, kind of sounds like, you know, I'm not a doctor, bro science, like, certified though, and I I think that it kind of sounds like that could cause an issue, maybe one or two of them, you know, that it's not where it should be in your body and it's smaller and weaker. It's kind of like that, you know, like, what's up with, like, Braddy and I were talking about this on Turn Me On the other day, but, like, um, you know like nerds like they, they just always were like sick like the nerdy kids in school like growing up they were always like inf- always had I never
3: passed that judgment always on anybody sick. <laughs> they were
1: always kind of sick I always looked down on them and I was like you guys are just so weak just weak sickly." and then like your <laughs> other kidney on the, on the other side just like dude bro is hitting the gym like he's, he's jacked up he's never sick he's eating kale loves kale, loves smoothies right? but then that weak like snotty nose like nerdy kidney in the front can't hold his shit together
0: I don't know if I followed
2: that. <laughs> I did, strangely enough. So I would agree with that, right? It's the Bailey's. So, so I think I think I agree in that, as I say, this urologist has said, you know, it's this thing, um, this kink and whatever. And so, but then I moved here and it's starting from square one. So oh, yeah, don't ever right. move when you have a chronic oh, yeah, is it pain issue. Right.
3: Do your medical records not travel between
2: provinces? I mean, theoretically they would, but... The but doctors,
1: in practice, in. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like you get to a New Province. They're like, "Well, sure, that's what they said over in Edmonton." Right. But like, those guys don't know what the fuck. They're it's talking like, "You're from here." Interestingly here, so. enough, on this
3: on this topic is Greg Zwagstra. Yeah, a, a good friend of ours who works. He works for I can't remember the, the division that he works for, but he he has something to do with trying to basically like amalgamate um, how health authorities talk to each other yeah, right. with records. They're that's trying right. to basically create like a system like where
0: the internet. They're trying to create the internet and yeah, like right. technology to uh, do that. But it's not, all these it's
3: all of these systems that are, that everybody has their own version of the system. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It's crazy. And, they're, and we, they're trying to make it they're trying to make it synonymous or not synonymous but work together. Yeah. Facebook.
1: Cohesive. We might get Greg Synergistic. Old, yes. <laughs> yeah. That that's a word that people love. <laughs> Let's say that more in the podcast. Uh, right, we might actually get Greg on to talk about his tinnitus someday, um, but that's I want right. to throw it to tramadol. I looked it up. Oh, good. Um, it is a it is an opioid pain medication used to treat moderate moderately severe pain. I, that's crazy. I didn't know you could get o- over the counter opioid medication.
2: I mean, I got it in the ER. That's how bad it was. Is that? Oh, I, so
1: you didn't go to the? You weren't like pharmacist? I, can right. I have some tramadol? And they're like, ah, absolutely. It's ten ninety nine. No, no, it was okay. one of the so not many- over the counter, over the. Um, I thought that's I, what over the I'm counter really,
3: was. I'm pretty I thought sure it was. over the counter was like. I thought over the counter was like uh, they hand it to you from over yes, the counter. That makes sense now because you need a prescription.
1: Oh my god! This whole time, my whole life, I was like, over the counter is just the shit that you pass over the counter to the person. No, because and say this is what I want to buy.
3: <laughs> that's <laughs> so like, embarrassing. I think for that you. would be like that's like on the <laughs> shelf. <laughs> That'd be on the shelf. I am so embarrassed on not you're getting You're so me. red? I am so serious. That you I'm are not contrasting that. very hard right now with your shirt.
0: Dude, I really like, like that color it's, shirt
1: though. It is Thank a you. it is a
3: drastic <laughs> contrast. Oh my God. I actually always thought over,
1: over the counter was you're handing it over to the counter because you just grabbed it off the shelf. <laughs> you're almost a Christmas tree right now. Holy
2: shit. <laughs> okay. I'm so glad you learned something. I'm today. so glad yeah.
1: that we have that and
0: we're gonna keep that in there. Yeah. So,
2: so that's how bad my, my pain is, is that they're they're giving me this opioid. Um, right. But the thing that happens that like you can't stop your life because of this. So I will take the tramadol. And as long as I'm not um, still in pain, I'll go to work or I'll do, you know, my daily things. But tramadol doesn't stop throwing up. So mm. I still have a tendency to throw up in public because my symptom, like the pain is managed by the the tramadol, but I Yeah. So one time we're in Vancouver and I had just started here and I was on the bus and I'd taken the tramadol in the morning. I'd had an episode overnight. I was up all night, um, got on the bus. I was like, okay, I think I can do this. I can think, I think I can do this. And my bus goes right down Hastings street, which is, you know, one of the um, developing areas in Vancouver. There's a lot of homeless people, lots of um, addictions and and issues like that down there. And I could just feel, you know, when you feel, you know, you're going to throw up Mm. and I'm like getting clammy and I'm like, oh, not on the bus, not on the bus. And so it stops. I jump out and I just spew everywhere all over the sidewalk and no one looked twice because you're on Hastings Street. absolutely
3: not, man. We came down, uh, I can't remember what street we were coming down last night, but you know, we, we weren't even, we weren't even near East Hastings. No, we weren't even near East Hastings, but coming, just coming into Vancouver and seeing the, the community, like the homeless community here is, is so much different from, from Halifax. And there was a guy. He was he was over a trash can. He was like half in a trash can. His pants were below was below his ass. His ass was showing, and we were going, "Oh man, look at that guy over there!" And nobody around him gave a second look. Mm. Like it was just totally like everything's normal. Yeah, it's really it's really uh, it's a huge bummer. It's a real
1: heartbreaking uh, kind of situation. But but to come back to your situation about getting off the bus and throwing up. Basically, like, on the set of Walking Dead. Was there a sense of relief? Like, well, at least I did it here and not, like, at the at work.
2: Oh, I've, know, I've, I've thrown up at work.
1: Oh, no. Yeah,
2: so one of the more recent ones, I was out um, <coughs> at a fire. And uh, it was a late-night fire. We were out there. Um, and it was pretty big once. We had a couple different crews. And, and you're not a
1: firewoman. You are a, you're a news reporter. I'm a
2: news lady, right, yeah. Right, you're a news lady. Right, so we were there, and... Um, We had our big live, you know, truck and everything like Mm -hmm. that. And I had been battling with it all day. It's just, it was a rough episode. I'd taken the meds and, um, I was still like, I really shouldn't have gone to work that day. Um, And so we we were writing our story and putting it all together, watching our interviews. And I was like, oh, it's going to happen. So I run outside behind the live truck and I just threw up everything I've ever eaten um, behind this truck. And I had to go back in. And not a lot of people at work know about this because it's a hard thing to talk about and it's, you don't just, hi, I'm Brianna. Nice to meet you. I'm the new girl. I have a pelvic kidney and I get sick a lot. Do you mean
1: hard thing to talk about as in like, it's hard for you to find the place to bring it up or hard to you to talk about because there's like shame or, 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 um, you know, like feelings Mm -hmm. about it that you just don't really want to disclose that information or is it like the How do you tell someone you have a kidney in your pelvis?
2: Well, it's a bit of both in that, yeah, you don't just meet someone and want to tell them what's going on with you internally. Mm. But then the other thing is, is because I don't have a concrete diagnosis, like I know I have Mm. this kidney. I know that I get these episodes when I drink a lot of water or when I um, drink a lot of wine or whatever. Like I really have to monitor my liquid intake um, in order to try to prevent these. Um, And so because I don't have that because doctors are telling me it's reproductive issues because, you know, I don't have a lot of answers. Mm. It's more embarrassing to talk about because I don't have, hey, I have, um, you know, celiac disease, Mm -hmm. canny bread, done, right? So not that that's as easy, but it is embarrassing to talk about when I don't have the answers. So Mm -hmm. so what I did was I ran into the, the truck and I said, don't go behind the truck. I threw up, and everyone goes, "Oh, are you sick? Do you have the flu?" And that was easier to say. So it was just, "Yeah, I have the flu."
1: See, I, okay, so I've I've come into that situation a number of times in my life where I'll be coughing like crazy, and you're just like, "Yeah, I smoke." And well, and <laughs> smoker, I've gotten that. I've gotten. Uh, someone said that once to my father. They're like, they said that to their kid. They were they were like, uh, "This is why you don't smoke." Uh, That's a wild assumption. uh, Yeah, my dad overheard (laughs) it. My dad was like, "Uh, whoa, whoa, excuse me, miss. Uh, Nah. (laughs) Uh, But I've gotten a lot where people go, oh, do you have a cold? Or, oh, do you have a, do you have a, you got that cough going around? And uh, more times than not, I'll say, actually, no, I'm living with like a a terminal lung disease. Thank you. Uh, And and, 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 and just like, just kind of fuck with them and be like, ah, I'm just kidding, It's cystic fibrosis and like, you know, go into it. But a lot of times when I was younger or coming up and, you know, pre, uh, uh, pre sick boy. boy, I would say, I would say, yeah, you know, I just can't, can't kick that cold, I guess, or whatever, which is so weird. Like, why do we, why, why do we like, are who are we protecting there? And we- I
2: almost felt more comfortable after I told everyone, oh, I have the flu because then I went and was about to file my report and literally they were like counting me down and I had to throw up mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, avoiding Doing it on TV, yeah,
3: and then I mean the the perpetual, and then it's there's a perpetuity about that in the way that it's like, oh, she gets the flu every three months, right?
2: (laughs) Exactly. She just
3: just, did you get the flu shot? Yeah, (laughs) like there's a shot that you get. Is (laughs) is my mom and dad don't believe it?
0: Is there any fear that it will limit professional opportunities?
2: Um. No. Because
0: I'd
1: don't. fire your ass in a fucking heartbeat if I heard you had that <laughs> kidney yeah. shit. Like, no, I ain't, I ain't taking no pelvic kidney news, ladies, on this team. I when don't I got I, room for that.
2: It's actually on our billboards. We have a girl. Yeah. <laughs> She's just a real wonder. It's like a circus freak. Yeah. Um, no, I, I. I don't think I have any concerns about that. It's, it's more so the awkwardness of, I don't have any answers for you. Like, I know what makes it worse. I know how awful it is, but I don't know why. Because so many people who have pelvic kidneys never have this issue and never Mm. know that they do. So I just know that I get really bad pain and I throw up in really awkward circumstances because of it.
3: Do you get any, do you get any answers from doctors in the way that you go, Hey, I noticed that if I drink a lot of water, this happens. Like I'm here because I, because I've, I did this and I noticed that there's a pattern to this. So can you validate that for me at all?
2: I've written, I write everything. Every time I have an episode, I write it all down. And actually the first, so after I was first um, told that I have a pelvic kidney, I went to my doctor, I was talking about this pain and they said, oh, I think you have IBS. You know, it's just, it's, oh yeah, you drink a lot of water. Oh yeah, maybe it's just your bowels. Like I've had colonoscopy, I've had everything because... It's everything but this kidney, I swear they're looking at. so
1: did you, did you get the colonoscopy farts?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then I had the barium enema too. No. yeah. Oh, whoa, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: Wait. Uh, how old were you when you had the barium enema? Uh,
2: 20, maybe 23. How old are you now? 27.
1: Okay. When they did it to you back then, cause I just recently had it at re- again in October. Oh, Because
2: you wanted it again. I was like, you know what? I haven't Please. had one
1: in like a good 15 years. Can I sign up for another? Mm-hmm. Um, no, when I did it, when I was like 14 or 15, after they've p- pumped me full of the barium. Don't say that. Uh the pump. Don't say pump, my pump like, yeah. uh, bag, three bags full. They were like, all right, uh, we're gonna get you to stand up and go empty out. And I had to like walk to the bathroom and
2: you spray don't walk, it out of my you ass. waddle.
1: Yeah, why exactly. Yeah. So okay, so did they make you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now what what happened recently? This is fucking crazy. I was expecting, all right, well, eventually I'm gonna have to go waddle over and like spray this barium out of my ass. <laughs> now they like you don't even it's so easy. You get on this table. And this is what happened in October. I got on a the table. They stick the tube in my butt, fill me, pump, 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 three <laughs> bags full. And then, and, then, and then they start to, the table was like, it, it, it like brrr, rises and then it, and, and then it goes, brrr, tilts. And so like my head is now uh, lower than my feet and then like tilts back up. So my feet are below me. It's like a then, pain shaker, like a slow-mo pain shaker. It's like that. They're like, they're, they're making stuff move within my body. <laughs> and, and, Slish
0: slosh inside. Dude, slosh. coffee slush, is not sitting so three well Three right bags now. full.
1: And then when the, when they're done, instead of taking the tube out of my ass and asking me to go walk and empty, they put it in your mouth. And they then do this the <laughs> they, they they push the tube further. It comes <laughs> out of my mouth, and then they press a button and it goes <laughs> like a like a a, vacuum, like a like uh, a dragon flame. No, like a statue, like a like a statue in a in a well, going like ah. No, they, what they actually do is they <laughs> do this reverse like vacuum thing. That's what I just said. And they pull it out. Yeah, they pull it out like um. Like a vacuum. What's the, uh, what's like a that, wet that, like, dry vacuum? thing that people do, the, the, uh, colonic. colonic? It's kind of like a colonic. So, so I, I never had, once it's I was done. The thing that people
0: do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was
2: like, you're. <laughs> what's that <laughs> ass thing people are I,
0: I, I had that, I mentioned that in the, in, in, like, the first episode, maybe that a small Indian man did that to me in India. Yeah,
1: pulled I, Yeah, I hot. went to an
0: Ayurvedic place and, uh, and, like, I laid down on the bed and they basically put a funnel in your butt, and then just pour hot water in. But then you do waddle and to the bathroom, go empty, yeah.
1: Yeah, no. So this is like it's all through the machinery that's attached to you, and and it pulls it's, it out, honestly, and then they pull the tube out, and you're like, I'm, I'm done. And they go, You're done. You don't even have to go fart. You don't have to go poo poo. You just <laughs> walk away.
0: I do have to say though, honestly, if you ever have the opportunity to have a colonic done at an, at like an Ayurvedic type of place um, for cleansing, like 100 percent do it because I would very much afterwards. Like to. You feel so incredibly, like, light and, like... Yeah, because you just
3: sh- probably shaved off like a bunch, of, like like two pounds worth of 15-year-old
0: doo-doo. That's what they say, yeah. They, that's what they say. It's like literally pounds of... Maybe. Of, like, yeah, I, well don't, shit.
1: I, I don't know if, know if that's how it works, but maybe. Will yeah.
2: it help my kidney? That's... Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. Well, I doubt it. You're
3: going to have to go to a small Indian
2: man and find <laughs> right out. I I'll report back. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I see what you did
1: there.
2: Yeah. Report. <laughs> uh,
3: breaking. <laughs>
1: breaking. <laughs> Sick Boy Podcast will be right back after this Word from our sponsors.
0: Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jessie Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a Friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of In Sync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcast. So yeah, it- okay, that's enough.
3: So, uh, w- so what is your experience now when you go are you are you kind of getting to the point now? At all, where this happens, and you're almost saying like, "Fuck it, I'm not even going to go," because I know I'm just going to. I, I know they're just going to not give me any answers. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get any new, new information. All I really want is a pain med to deal with this for the next couple of days. Like, do you feel like you're losing hope at all? Like, they're not going to ever tell you anything.
2: A hundred percent. Yeah, it's it. That's why I took six tramadol the other day because I would rather lie in bed all day on these pain meds um throwing up then go to the hospital again be told again um you know oh i don't know all of your tests are normal and mm-hmm. like i'm not making this up you you don't voluntarily throw up everywhere and like i can't tell you about the pain enough it's it's the worst thing i've ever like i truly think it's worse than childbirth because i can't stand like the my poor mom, because you're gonna get some angry people. I, I know. I sorry. Well, no. I, like truly, <laughs> just
3: fucking with you. But maybe.
2: <laughs> but maybe my Twitter handle. Um, <laughs> no, like I, my, I call my mom I, when I was living in Edmonton. I would call my mom and say, you know, we got to go hospital again, and. I would just be, she would come into my apartment and I'd just be rocking on the floor, trying to find comfort of some sort. I remember, I hate that feeling. right. We went to the ER one time and I was sense. curled up on the bed, just like in fetal position going, I need morphine. And that's not necessarily like the thing that all the nurses are going to yeah. appreciate. Um, and they'll just think you're there for that. But it was, it, I just remember rocking back and forth. Actually, I was in the ER one time, um, Wearing, you know, you can never predict when your pain is. So I was wearing like pajama pants, no bra, like big sweatshirt, um, these shoes that I have that are shaped like cats. And so I was really good at oilers, (laughs) socks, yeah, Yeah, wool socks. Um, And I was in the ER, and I always bring my own bucket with me in case I'm throwing up. Um, And my mom's there rubbing my back. And this woman comes up, and she goes, is that Brianna Kirsten Smith? Oh, (laughs) my God. Swear to you. And my mom, I'm like, literally.
3: You're like, no. Yeah. No, it's not.
2: My mom goes, "Mm mm-hmm. And she goes, is she Okay. And my mom's like, no. You're at the she's hospital. She's not at the hospital throwing so I, up, wearing.
3: I think the building speaks for itself, lady.
1: <laughs> yeah, right?
2: In the ER. I'm in the ER. No, oh, yeah. she's here visiting a friend. Yeah. She's
1: here doing an investigative journalistic <laughs> yeah. practice where she is uh, pretending to be sick to get into the ER to see if they're doing a really good job. Stop blowing her fucking cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's yeah, just exactly. a
2: really good actress. And yeah. there's a tube doing the throw up. So they wheel me in <laughs> into the ER and she's coming out and she's like waving. And my mom's like, I'm pretty. sure she was going to ask for a photo like it was just that's
1: so trippy yeah coming back to the tramadol and i don't mean to like you know be your doctor or anything Mm. but uh common side effects include constipation itchiness and nausea serious side effects include seizures increased risk of risk of serotonin syndrome which i hear it really sucks decreased alertness and drug addiction this is the big one a change in dosage may be recommended in those with kidney or liver problems taking six Tramadol uh, might not be the greatest idea if you have kidney <laughs> issues. I'm just saying. I don't <laughs> want to tell you how to
3: live your life. Jared's a professional at reading Wikipedia, though. I we do uh, read
0: it a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. Also, okay, so, but what's, like, what, what is your, it, or, or are you afraid that this that is that going to get worse and worse and worse and worse? Because you said that it's already gone to the point where now you're doing things like taking mm. six Tramadol to mitigate like the the pain. So, are you afraid that it's going to continue to get worse? Yeah,
2: yeah, hundred percent. And because I have no answers, that's um, the biggest fear is that if it feels like you're in a room and you're screaming and no one is listening to you. Mm. Um, And because I look healthy, because all my scans are healthy,
1: and because you're a famous newsman,
2: (laughs) that's a bit of a stretch. It, it's it's terrifying. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in there. I don't know what the lasting effects are. Mm. Um, and so, it's it's terrifying that it's just going to continue to get worse. Okay,
0: so I've been working at solving this puzzle <laughs> in my head for this entire conversation. Here yeah. comes
3: Dr. Brian, and Thank now goodness. I've got the answer.
0: Well, I, I feel like it could be the best for all of us. So good. I know that there's parts of the, places in the world where you know we could probably have that kidney removed and probably make some money. Yeah,
3: dude, doing it. this is a good solution. I like where you're at. You. I'm with you, you, you. entrepreneurial so right now with this
1: whiteboard behind us. Yeah, uh, um, you know, start writing down some strategic sale magnia McNeig- yeah, sale low strategic low. So I'm just, oh, thinking, high, not Manig- I'm just yeah. thinking
0: that uh, that if we, you know, I'm just saying if I could, you know, be a bit of a middleman here. Negotiate a, a price that was sufficient to your, uh, you know, your desires.
3: You've got you've got some you've got some contacts in the black market. Yes. You know what? I would be in all seriousness. That was a bad. You know, let's get back on track. Um, <laughs> what uh, what I would be concerned about is that is that because it seems like no one, you know, quote unquote, believes that it's your kidney. That if it does continue to get worse and you it does happen more and more frequently, that you won't get the kidney removed because they don't think it's your kidney. So I mean if you get if you keep getting this pain over and over again and you keep going back to the hospital and then it's getting closer together and closer together and I mean I mean let's just talk like worst case scenario you're in a perpetual state of pain and throwing up and it's real bad. Yikes. Like what is that like what does that look like where they're where they do they finally I don't know put in the work to have, really find out what it is like do they have to fucking open you up or what like what does that well, look like
1: do you do you have a family doctor yeah i do and and do you do like do you and your family doctor have a relationship where you sit down and go all right what's the game plan
2: i'm there once every four weeks currently i'm on a, a wait list to get into bc has a specific pelvic pain clinic oh amazing it does wonderful work um mostly with like female reproductive pain. Right. So that's where she's referring me to. Um, I've been on even like the wait list for six months. That's not even with an appointment. That's just waiting to get an appointment. Holy fuck! So in the meantime, I just go to the ER. And again, um so actually see a
3: doctor once every four weeks. Yeah. Damn.
2: Yeah. That is like it
1: really like out and have tea
0: or
2: because usually, usually I'm getting different tests and things like that. So I get ultrasounds and actually the kidney in my pelvis has cysts all over it.
0: And oh shit. Dude, what?
2: And they tell me that and they're like, eh, it's probably normal."
0: See, that ruined my uh, my next plan because my next uh, plan was yeah. for you just to go and donate that kidney. Yeah. I've
3: actually thought about that. No one wants that. Probably can't, can't donate kidney. and probably can't sell a cysty a cysty
1: uh, kidney. Yeah, and it's also like a nerdy weak ass like he's got that well, neon yeah, nose but weak you know what? Nerd so, thing going
0: on. So no I, was, offense, nerds, I actually but. wasn't thrown off by the nerd part. I was actually thrown off by the cyst part because I was thinking if they're just going to put it in your pelvis anyway, it doesn't. It probably doesn't matter that it's a little nerd because oh, yeah, it, right. it would be like taking a nerd's clothes off and yeah. then putting on another nerd. Yeah. They just fit anyway. right? Yeah, yeah that's right. That, that is actually because yeah, all nerds are. It's one
3: size fits all. Yeah, that's right. There's it, no like. There's no other shapes. Yeah, it's, no. It's small. That's <laughs> it's, it's extra small. So like XS. Oh man, I had a train of thought, and now
1: it's, it's gone. gone.
2: <laughs>
3: it's gone. It'll come back. It had something to do with that. I feel
1: like we're gonna. Lo- I feel like to this episode we might lose some nerd listeners, and <laughs> I, just wanna say, I just want to say, I just want to say, if there's any nerds out there listening, um, and you you feel like this this was hurtful or offensive,
3: oh, I got it. I got a train um, of thought.
1: Uh, okay. th- that's on you. This is that's
3: that is on you uh, and go so what I was, what I was thinking of asking before that. <laughs> was that, cause it seems like when you're, when you're telling this story, it's like, okay, I, I get pain every so often I go to the doctor, this lack of answers, which looking back on our episodes and the, and the people that we've talked to that haven't been able to get a whole lot of answers to what they go through, uh, the inconvenience, the, 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 the inconvenience is like through the roof because you don't have the answers so this is causing you you go to the doctor every four weeks you get tests done you're looking at all these different things you can't pin it down I mean I can just I'm just picturing the day where they're like hey it's this and here's what you need and now then you can kiss like say goodbye to the the massive amount of of inconvenience that happens in your life when you gotta go through all these things because you don't know what it is I mean fuck man I hope that comes to you someday soon?
2: I I hope so too, but I'm losing faith that it will. Mm -hmm. Like In my mind, it's going to get so bad and like I say, I I don't know what other effects it's having in there, right? Um, Sure, I feel fine today, but what else is it doing when it's going through this process? Just throwing up for 16 hours straight isn't good for your body. No. So what other effects is it having that I'm going to have to deal with in the future? So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's funny yeah. because every time I get an ultrasound, they tell me other random crap about my body. Like, um, I had one a couple of weeks ago and they're like, you have a really small uterus. Hey, like you probably can't have kids. And it's like, I'm already dealing oh, with a, yeah. like a kidney and now you're going to, Drop that ball. Yeah, bomb you're on like, me?
3: you're just gonna toss that over. Right. Is that
2: how they? Like, is that you're how just
1: they, gonna you're just gonna lob that one <laughs> yeah. up for me? Is, like, is that how they told you? Yeah. Like just in in like oh yeah, I can see your uterus is small. You're probably not gonna have kids. <laughs> yeah. Like that's how they said it. Yeah. What also, the fuck? <laughs> I, th- I feel like that's something that <laughs> that like after this after the whole thing, it's like that was a note that was taken down, and then there's this like sort of debrief where they go, Okay, is this so, pertinent? Listen, they
2: take you into a chill room. Yeah. Listen,
1: yeah. we so we went to this thing, and also. Just so you know, your your uterus is like kind of small. And like something you might that might not have children. And if you're thinking about having children. Maybe that's something you want to discuss with a social worker or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like don't just be like, "Whoa, that's a, that's a fucking nerdy looking uterus." You're not going to have kids with that nerdy thing. <laughs> that <Jesus>, weak, <weakness. laughs> nerdy thing.
2: But I think it's just because they're looking at something that's so strange, right? Like these ultrasound texts probably don't see that very often. Like,
1: right, sure, a
2: tiny like a kidney smushed together with a tiny uterus smushed together with you know everything yeah. else in there. So it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like we should uh, chat about that, dude.
1: So. I, 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 that makes me wonder. Like if you did have a kid. Mm. Uh, Say so you can g- get pregnant and can give birth, will it? Will that like? Would that you know? You're, you've already got a kidney that's in this place where it doesn't make sense to be, and it already seems like a pretty squished up you know little cave that's filled per, 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 to the max. Now add a baby to that. What the fuck happens to your little kidney there? Baby's not
0: born in your pelvis.
1: No, I know, but that baby's going to be pushing down on that yeah. area. It's going to be. It's going to be. You know, it's, it's all very close and really...
3: You know what? I think know. I have the answer. What is it? The baby eats it. I'm just kidding. Ba- oh, <laughs> I was going to say, okay, I have Brian. no you, you know, idea. You're,
0: you're likely just not going to be able to have kids, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, yeah the, just like, yeah, here, here, just, yo, just here, like
3: eat, chew on this. Also, where did
0: you get that dress? Because it's kind of ugly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: just, just getting all this random information. You know, something I, I can say that out of, I can think off the top of my head that we've had... Two other, maybe three other people on the show over our history that have had like a mystery thing, more or less. Yeah, um, I think it's been like four, four or five. And I, I know that at least one or two of them have found out in, have. The t- in the time since we've uh, interviewed them mm-hmm. that they've uh, done it. So maybe we're a good luck charm. Yeah, and maybe it'll come to you soon. I hope so. I hope so too. That'll yeah. Very nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: Like. It's to me. It it is one of those weird things that, as someone who, and and I I think that this is a really good point to bring to cycle back to this thing that this theme that comes up quite a lot, a a lot on the podcast, which is patient advocacy and how important it is to like really push for your own uh, rights as a patient uh, to to you know to to focus in on the things that you have a gut feeling that you, you you know your body more than anyone else. Um, and, of course, doctors know how the human body works more than your your average newswoman. Um, and, and so th- there needs to be this, like, you have to be able to find a way to work together in that um, mm-hmm. because if you don't, you're, you can really get fucked over. You can really screw up. Um, <coughs> e- even though your kidneys are showing, like, hey, what the blood work says these kidneys are working fine. Well, that... That's only t- showing one part of the the picture. You know what I mean? W- what do these what do these cysts have to do with my kidney? Also, my kidney's in a different spot. Like, can we please put a little more f- focus on the renal system to figure out what the fuck's going on here? Like, you know, and like are, have you have you talked to kidney specialists? Is that a thing? yeah? I had
2: a urologist in Edmonton, and he's the one who told me that the um, urethra is probably kinked every now and then. But then I moved here, right. and again, so then you're starting all over again. Right. So I
3: think. Um, th- In in the way that I asked that question before, like are you kind of losing hope? Is it getting? Are you feeling kind of hopeless about this? And I guess my advice from the from the opposite perspective of going, you know, don't give up because of it. Sometimes it just takes like that one doctor that just has that idea that no no other doctor has had. I mean, the world of medicine is. I mean, it's like a lawyer, like there's so many clauses and things and everything in in, in the way that that the the legal system is written up. It takes us one person to go, oh, but have we looked at this yet? Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a shitload of doctors out there and there's a lot of people that are thinking in different ways and have different ways of figuring, figuring out problems. And it. I feel like it just takes that that and not, one and person not even, to go. Let's look where no one's
1: looking Yeah, they
0: make together. shows about people like that, like yeah. hosts and like good doctor. And things like that, <laughs> yeah, right?
1: but not even that of like doctors who think differently, but but also just doctors who have experienced differently. Like have seen have have just seen things that.
3: Are a little more rare,
1: like They've McDreamy versus
0: McSteamy. <laughs> like we I guess so. we, okay, we, yeah. we
3: interviewed we interviewed somebody um, not long ago. She had a disease called Pompeii disease, and mm. this guy that she went to see this doctor, and he said, "You know what? Um, It's there's no way that it's this, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw it out there. Test for it anyway, because fucking shot in the dark comes back. It's that, and it's a super rare disease, like mm-hmm. one in." One in forty or One fifty thousand fi- 50, fi- 50, yeah. people have it. It's super rare, and it. But it. It just took that. You know, she could have seen ten more doctors, and none of them probably would have tested for that. Yeah. Um, so you know, it just. I think it takes. It just takes the right person, and fucking medical system takes a long yeah. time. The
0: other thing is, is like, I mean, I, like I'm I'm the type of person who looks for like silver linings and things, and obviously it's scary as fuck to like be, like progressing in the amount of pain that you're you're experiencing, but like maybe it just takes like one really fucked up experience where it's like the most pain you've ever been in for like a couple of days in a row and then all of a sudden that like extreme situation leads to them being like oh fuck this is a real thing that we got to figure out and then you know after that it's better
2: mm-hmm. maybe yeah. <laughs> and, and i do think that patient advocacy is the key here and um sticking with it because it's so easy to get uh bogged down and say no one's gonna help me. no one's helped me so far. everyone's pointing different ways uh, so it is that idea of you have to ad- advocate for yourself and keep going um, and and find that right person who's willing to look at something different and uh, and yeah the the strength to keep going and mm-hmm. pushing forward
1: well Brianna, uh first of all, I want to say keep the good fight going find you know we're rooting for you. find out what the fuck's going on with those weird Nerdy little kidneys. Um, and secondly, thank you so much for for being here and, and being our first guest here in Vancouver mm, on yeah. Vancouver Round Two because uh, it really means a lot. Thanks for having me. Yeah, um, it's what sort a of like professional sign off, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I am Brianna from Sick Boy Podcast. Is that?
0: No, that's, that's not, not the voice. That's no, that's not no, the voice.
1: no, your throw up. Can we talk about that? Can we talk about that for a second? Mm-hmm. Is that a trained thing? What the fuck's up with reporters in that, like, just fake ass <laughs> upspeak, <laughs> upspeak, or whatever? That no, is. it's not upspeak,
3: like, it is a little like up
1: down speak, yeah, you know,
2: it's it's not trained. Um, when I started, I would get ruthless emails and letters saying she doesn't know how to articulate, she doesn't know how to project. She sounds like a child. Da, da, da. So I think it just comes with getting some real mean viewers yeah, <laughs> really. writing Fuck. it. It's the old people. It's, the, it's old the old viewers, pe-
3: man. It's the old people. It's like they the, love it's like shit. reporting live from downtown Ottawa or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, dude, you fucking nailed that was it right great. there. That was
1: great. Yeah. And and also Awful. Like, who talks like that? You know what I mean? It's like when I listen to that, I go, "Do they talk to their wife like that?" You know, like who's <laughs> fucking talking like that? Or in husband, life? you know, or husband or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just trying uh, to be inclusive. Uh, I mean, there's obviously proof that uh, that. <laughs> no, there are no female reporters <laughs> yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: It
0: is well, it could be really a guy. Things. It could be a guy reporter with a husband too. Jesus Christ, Brian! Yeah, cover I, I, all the bases. Um, I, I think that I
2: think, yeah, I think that people just get used to it. So. But it's like, but
0: it doesn't happen
1: like when you're watching Vice News. It's like, well, you're not going to hear that. It's right. just someone going, "Hey, I'm a human. I'm going to talk to you like a human," and you're like, "Thank God!" But then you tune into like uh, I don't know, let's say like CBC. The, but
3: not everybody. But I, I do notice that not every not everybody does it. Like everybody at every station has their... everybody some people at every station do it, but not everybody does. Not them, everybody they. does
0: it, but like. Blanket statements. Yeah, I don't
1: know. There, there's a lot that do it, I find.
3: I know exactly what you mean. You know what I'm t- And, and like, it's not even the sign-off.
1: It's like even the, like... The read, e- yeah. Even the read of, mm-hmm. like, you know. I, I, I don't even think I can impersonate it right now. It's, it's like, like
3: when they cut to... Like, when you cut to something, like, uh... uh oh, fuck, I can't do it. It's like, Miss
1: Lane entered the courtroom, and I can't do
2: it. Yeah. I definitely can't do
1: it. Yeah. Uh, well, again, thank you so much for being a part of this. And... Um, Hey, thank you all so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed that. Uh, We'll be back next week with another fantastic episode. And in the meantime, we say it every time and we mean it every time. Head on over to Apple Podcasts. And subscribe, rate, and review. It helps us stay on the iTunes charts, which is actually how Brianna stumbled across Sick Boy Podcast in the first place. Yeah, true. So, and if um, you
3: if you leave something funny, maybe we'll we'll read it on the episode. We we always say episode. that, and we've never done it. No, let's um, do it. Let's do it, do it today. right now. Let's do it right now. Yeah, All right, right, you bring right it up. Now. Um,
1: and uh, and while you bring it up, well, I'll just say a quick thanks to uh to Take Part for the theme music. Uh. Uh, big thank you to Donovan, the CPAP Morgan for doing the sound design and hey, we can always use your support if you're out there and you want
3: to support us you can do that Yeah, you can go over to patreon.com that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot c-o-m slash s-i-c-k-b-o-y and you can help us there because we're in Vancouver because of you uh, so you're out right here helping us record all these episodes and uh, we love you so if you've been supporting us thank you so much if you support us in the future thank you so much we really appreciate it.
0: Brian, what do you got? Um, man, there, a lot of them are just like...
3: Just Super lame? Ego. Super lame?
0: I don't want to read it because of that. So
3: if you're listening... and uh, you're li- Okay. Here we go.
0: This one's an old one. Who cares? Uh, I don't know who this Jeremy Saunders kid is, but he has stolen my heart. <laughs> his way of addressing his terminal existence with upfrontly reality and humor has eased my own issues about Learn my how to mortality. <laughs> That he is aided by two gregarious, young, salacious men only thickens the enjoyability oh, for me. Thickens. Five <laughs> star rating now and one million star rating for eternity. Thank you, King Robbie uh, One. Oh, one. We know him. We
3: know Robbie One. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, read yeah. one from somebody we don't learn, know. Learn how to
0: structure a yeah. sentence properly <laughs> first, though,
1: bro. Oh, fuck. Uh, okay, that is it for this week. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. I'm Jeremy. I'm Brianna. And this is Sick Boy.